comfortable outside. Good choice to be inside for a couple hours here. The Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge. Thus have I heard, once the Blessed One was dwelling in Rajagriya at Vulture Peak Mountain, together with a great gathering of the Sangha of monks and a great gathering of the Sangha of Bodhisattvas. At that time, the Blessed One entered the Samadhi that expresses the Dharma called profound illumination. And at the same time, Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, while practicing the profound Prajnaparamita, saw in this way, he saw the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Then through the power of the Buddha, Venerable Shariputra said to Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita? Addressed in this way, Noble Avogateshvara, Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita should see in this way, seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form. Emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. The Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics. There is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye, dhatu, up to no mind, dhatu, no dhatu, dharmas, no mind, consciousness, dhatu, no ignorance, no end of ignorance, up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death, no suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear. They transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Prajnaparamita fully awaken to unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as true since there is no deception. Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Teyata Om Gade Gade Paragade Parasangade Bodhisoa. Thus, Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train at the profound Prajnaparamita. Dressed in this way, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One has said this, Venerable Shariputra and Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its gods, humans, Asuras, and Gandharvas, rejoice and praise the words of the Blessed One. Ala jobe ne jodambane ngoje du jungai du doje nyubabo lama ibuje ne ne zongandrozo la
The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. Holy Lama's high, wrap the sky of your Dharma bodies in massive clouds of knowledge and love. And let them pour upon the earth of your disciples as we are ready. A shower of rain, teachings deep and wide.
So again, we will be uh, um, continuing our discussion on Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, great treatise on the stages of the path to enlightenment. It is a commentary on Atisha's Lamp for the Path to Enlightenment. And this uh, text begins with an outline uh, that Lama Tsongkhapa constructs uh, to show uh, what the, the, the order of material. Uh, so the first uh, section is called The Greatness of the Author. And here, this is referring to Lord Atisha. Uh, and it gives the liberation <coughs> life story of Lord Atisha in that section. The next section is the greatness of the teaching itself. And the teaching here is uh, referring to, uh, that is uh, being referred to, is the, our, the first and foremost, the teaching of the Lamp for the Path to Enlightenment. But that word teaching also includes all of the pronouncements of Lord Buddha contained in the Kangjur, and also all of the authentic Indian commentaries of the Tangjur. So this is the uh, um, great teaching that is being commented on in the second section. The third section is the great way to listen to and explain the instruction. Uh, and then the fourth section is the uh, actual way to lead students in the actual instructions, beginning with uh, relying on the teacher, uh, and, and then looking at the first section of relying on the teacher that is the root of the path, and then there are six categories within that uh, section, and then it goes on uh, for the actual uh, um, um, session itself, and then post-session uh, meditations, and then the next section is section is how to actually sustain uh, those med that meditation, uh, um, uh, where where we would then find uh, the actual uh, sus uh, uh, sustaining meditation as well as. Dis 
dispelling misconceptions <coughs> about meditation itself um, in that section. So uh, we're at that last section uh, in the fourth uh, section called How to Lead Students in the Actual Instructions. And specifically, the, the last section of that section, it's called the, uh, Refuting or Dispelling Misconceptions About Meditation. Okay.
therefore. Okay, um, so we're on page 115, the last paragraph in the English book. Uh, book. And then on page 76 uh, in the Tibetan, where it says, Dena, Shenyan La Tepa, Jong. So that's where we are on 76 uh, in the Tibetan. So it says, therefore, you will easily attain the firm concentrations which please the learned to a degree uh, commensurate with your cultivations of the trainings, beginning with faith in the teacher and ending with the engaged spirit uh, of enlightenment. So that's where we're going to be starting from. But I need to go back uh, and give the translation. So uh, now we're on the section called uh, Refuting Misconceptions About Meditation. So the first section... Uh, um, uh, uh, that, that is among four sections, uh, is called Refuting the Misconception uh, that Hashan uh, um, uh, asserted. Uh, and that was the, the view of nihilism um, uh, and, and that uh, conceptual uh, meditation was some sort of a hindrance in grasping. So here, uh, the uh, view of Hashan and that view of nihilism is negated uh, by Lama Tsongkhapa in the first section of the Refuting Misconception. It's about meditation section. And then the next uh, misconception that is uh, refuted are misconceptions about um, actual analytical meditation and misconceptions, misconceptions about uh, stabilizing meditation. And the misconception that uh, sometimes arises that scholars do analytical meditation only and that uh, non-scholars, and in the text it uses the word adept, uh, in the Tibetan uh, Rinpoche is saying uh, non-scholar, uh, so either way, uh, only uh, um, use stabilizing meditation. Um, but in this text it shows the importance of, do, of both individuals uh, doing both stabilizing meditation and analytical meditation, so that both are indispensable and necessary for the scholar and for the non-scholar. Um, so the, the, the misconceptions about those two types of meditation uh, are refuted, as well as the misconception that those types of meditation are each for specific types of individuals. So uh, that is negated by Lama Tsongkhapa in section two. Uh, section three uh, is um, the negation of this idea um, uh, that calm abiding uh, uh, meditation is harmed in some way by analytical meditation. And Lama Tsongkhapa deals with uh, one question in two ways to make sure that he covers um, um, the entire answer. So the question is, is that uh, Lama Tsongkhapa states first that if someone is asserting that Calm abiding meditation cannot just be uh, cultivated by doing only analytical meditation. Uh, then the answer is yes, that's true. That calm abiding meditation is must be cultivated, and analytical meditation must be cultivated. That analytical meditation will not just make the arisal of stabilizing meditation uh, take place. But the second uh, way that Lama Tsongkhapa answers the question is negating the idea that doing analytical meditation in some way harms one's future arisal of uh, stabilizing meditation. Um, so uh, in, in this section, uh, Lama Tsongkhapa deals with one question 
uh, about analytical meditation and the arisal of stabilizing meditation in two ways. Uh, so here this uh, gets rid of this prideful assertion that um, there can be this arisal uh, um, uh, of sustaining meditation uh, w without any type of um, um, uh, sustaining meditation being cultivated, um, uh, but also negates the idea uh, that um, calm abiding meditation uh, is some way harmed by uh, the actual uh, um, analytical meditation. And Lama Tsongkhapa states that if uh, one is asserting that uh, analytical meditation uh, harms the arisal of future uh, stabilizing meditation, then that goes directly against all of the teachings found in uh, the Sutra and the Tantras is, and, and those of the great trailblazers. And those trailblazers uh, rever referring to the <coughs> independence uh, such as Nagarjuna and the great master uh, Sangha. So here uh, the statement is that without using analytical meditation, uh, that hidden phenomena cannot be realized, and a really true, long-lasting, stable real, uh, realization um, of uh, certain topics uh, cannot be cultivated without it. So here, uh, Lama Tsongkhapa backs up his assertion that um, uh, both are necessary, uh, and, uh, uh, and, and why analysis is completely necessary uh, by uh, referring to the great trailblazer's assertions. What <laughs> ตาออนตุลลอนทีสเนมอมบุสงกูมาตูมอมมาเชนออนบุตุบุกูมาเรสตาซงบาตะเลซงบาตะเลอันเจกุนเสดาเกเชบะเจกุนเจกุนนิก
uh, and then there are individuals with dull faculties. Uh, those individuals who have sharp faculties are referring to those who are very intelligent uh, and, for instance, would have the ability to look at the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge and just see this mantra in the center, uh, or in the bottom of the, the, the Sutra, where it says, Teata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangate Bodhisoha, and recognize that implicitly those words are referring to the five paths of the hearers, the five paths of the solitary realizers, and the five paths of the uh, uh, bodhisattva, or the five Mahayana paths. Uh, so the sh uh, bodhisattva of sharp faculties could recognize that there, this implicit meaning within that very condensed mantra. Whereas uh, uh, someone with dull faculties needs a lot of expla explanation and quotes and material and so forth in order to understand these things. So um, because there is the need for a lot an immense or a lot of ex explanation for those of us with dull faculties, uh, analytical meditation becomes indispensable uh, and necessary in order to achieve um, realization um, because it's uh, necessary uh, um, uh, to recognize that all of uh, the instructions are to be practiced and are the cause of our temporary and ultimate happiness. So um, the instructions are the cause of our ability to engage in the pathway which lead to the higher realms, which uh, <coughs> engage in the pathway which leads to liberation, which uh, engage in the pathway which leads to uh, omniscience or the uh, all-knowing uh, state of mind. Um, but all um, analytical meditation then becomes necessary to understand the pathway which leads to the higher realms and the pathway which leads to omniscience and the pathway which leads to liberation. So therefore, analytical meditation becomes the cause of our temporary and ultimate happiness and is an instruction that one should practice and couple with stabilizing meditation. So here, uh, the fourth category are, uh, shows that all of the teachings are instructions to practice uh, and refutes any misconceptions that they may not be or, or in some way. Uh, so this is about uh, meditation here. Again. Okay. Tayutan and Hibble Lambish Coa, and Hibbet Lambish to the Chungo to Tumulari, 
So what uh, the Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment truly contains are all the teachings of the Kamjur and Tanjur. Uh, and all of the world's water eventually uh, ends up in the ocean. And uh, here, the Kangjur and Tanjur are compared to all of the world's water. Uh, and Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment is compared to uh, the great ocean that all of the waters uh, eventually arrive uh, in. Uh, and in the first section of Atisha's lamp, it uh, states that, understand that there are teachings for beings of three capacities, small, middling, and great. I, will shall write, I shall write clearly, identifying or distinguishing their characteristics, or defining those uh, uh, three different types of individuals. Literally, so here, uh, the path lamp for the path to enlightenment uh, shows the path, uh, uh, the teachings for beings of small capacity, which are the pathways to the higher realms. The teachings for beings of medium capacity, which are the pathways to the uh, liberation, and the teachings for beings of great capacity, which are the pathways uh, to um, of Buddhahood. Uh, so. This uh, section condenses that uh, idea of the stages of the path, uh, uh, beginning with reliance on the teacher and then uh, uh, the teaching shared in common with uh, beings of uh, small capacity, the teachings you know, shared in common with beings of medium capacity, uh, and then the teachings for uh, beings of great capacity. Um, so here, the, the stages of the path are uh, shown within this to explain that all of the teachings are uh, instructions for practice, um, and within this section then it kind of condenses the order of the meditation itself, uh, and again, uh, emphasizing all along the importance of this analysis, and we see this progression of the negation of the nihilistic view of Hashan, and then the uh, uh, negation of the misconceptions about uh, stabilizing meditation and analytical meditation, and, and who those meditations are for specifically, uh, and showing that both types of meditations are for all practitioners. Uh, and then the third, negating the idea that there in some way this an analysis harms one's ability to generate future stabilization or stabilizing meditation. And then here, once we've gone through those sections, then it shows how one applies this meditation uh, to the various stages of the path and, and what that order uh, of, of meditation actually is. Tabi 
So, when we speak of path, uh, the ten non-virtuous activities are pathways to the lower realms. Uh, and we look at origin or cause, the karma that is origin, uh, and afflictions that are origin, are the cause of cyclic existence itself. Uh, the um, pathway which is the ethics, which is an abandonment of the ten non-virtuous activities, uh, going for refuge to the three jewels, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, and if one has engaged in a non-virtue or negativity, uh, acknowledging one's downfalls uh, becomes a pathway which leads to the higher realms. Uh, and then it, engaging in the highest higher training in ethics, which is an, an ethics of renunciation, uh, and coupling that with a, um, uh, uh, a calm abiding, which utilizes as its object of observation emptiness, and a special insight, which has as its object of observation uh, emptiness. Uh, one is able to get rid of the afflictive obstructions and engage in that pathway which leads to liberation uh, or uh, cessation of cyclic existence. Um, but then by uh, uh, um, combining those highest higher trainings with the mind that aspires to enlightenment or bodhicitta, one is then able to engage in the perfections and the pathways which lead to uh, the abandonment of the obstructions to omniscience getting get abandonment of the self-cherishing attitude, uh, and then one will be able to uh, become a Buddha. Uh, so this is the, uh, uh, these are the various pathways uh, and where they lead to, uh, beginning with the lower realms and ending with the actual arisal or uh, realization, if you will, <coughs> excuse me, of Buddhahood. <laughs> <coughs> ba <laughs> so here it says, <laughs> Therefore, you will easily attain the firm concentrations which please the learned to, to a degree commensurate uh, with your cultivation of the, tr uh, the trainings, beginning with uh, faith in the teacher and ending, uh, um, uh, ending with the engaged spirit of enlightenment. So here... Uh, this is showing the uh, once you have this cultivation of the correct view of the uh, having gotten rid of these misconceptions about meditation, 
uh, how one would actually apply these meditations and how these stages are important. This order of, of meditation, uh, <coughs> the combination of meditation uh, and it, the order becomes important. Uh, so here it says that uh, if you um, have both of these uh, types of concentration uh, and then you go through these uh, um, various stages in their correct order, beginning with the faith in the teacher and the, the teaching shared in common with beings of small capacity, then the teaching shared in common with beings of medium capacity, and then the teachings for beings of great capacity and the, the um, uh, actual practices within those teachings for beings of great capacity of the seven-point cause and effect for realizing the mind that aspires to enlightenment and the equalizing and exchanging self uh, with others' practice. Uh, um, so if one follows in that order, it's saying here it becomes very easy uh, to achieve these realizations and these concentrations. So I was joking, I said to Rimche, it becomes very easy. One, one person, an, an eon, actually realizes these, these things. I was joking. So, uh, but here it's saying uh, if you follow it in this way, and dispel these misconceptions and go through the stages in the proper way, then it becomes very easy to achieve these uh, concentrations and, and uh, so forth. What the senior la table bomber nays on the day, and the Jose Batasong of the Tabaru, Tumu the Tumu Lazariba, Dita Tumu Lazariba, Jimmy Lazariba, the duties of the Tasha あ、ちょっと so the um, here it says the beginning with faith in the teacher and ending with the engaged spirit of enlightenment. So here it's showing uh, the order again. Beginning with faith in the teacher, the teaching shared in common with beings of small capacity, the teaching shared in common with beings, excuse me, of medium capacity, the teachings for beings of great capacity. Here it says uh, ending with the engaged spirit of enlightenment. So speaking of bodhicitta, uh, because. Bodhicitta is the actual door into the great vehicle, the door into uh, the Mahayana. So when we speak of bodhicitta, there are two types of bodhicitta. Uh, there is uh, um, aspiring bodhicitta, uh, and then there is actual engaged bodhicitta. And uh, the way that that corresponds with the actual paths is that aspiring bodhicitta is found only at the path of accumulation in the, in, uh, among the five Mahayana paths. Uh, whereas uh, the um, engaged bodhicitta is found from the path of accumulation up to the, uh, the path of no more learning. So from the path of accumulation to the path of preparation, uh, to the path of seeing, to the path of meditation, and then to the path of no more learning, uh, there is that engaged bodhicitta. So we only find aspiring bodhicitta at the path of accumulation, the uh, tzolan chungo. 
Okay, so uh, so then the actual um, uh, aspiring bodhicitta uh, can be found uh, at the um, uh, path of accumulation, uh, the smallest uh, level of the path of accumulation, and then the medium level also uh, as well of the path of accumulation. But at the end of the medium level of the path of accumulation, uh, we find that there is definitely that engaged bodhicitta. Uh, so we find it at that medium level, then the great level, and then on to the path of preparation, and so on. Uh, so then a gorim bigarilas and panchinson and drapa. So the best, this is the best presentation um, of uh, the uh, um, aspiring bodhicitta and the engaged bodhicitta because it really is uh, back, uh, not backed up, but uh, we find that in uh, the stages of meditation of Gorim, uh, the Kamalashila, in the Kamalashila's texts, uh, uh, and then also in, in uh, uh, I'm sorry, in the the stages of meditation texts, and then in the in Lama Tsongkhapa's text, and so forth, we f- find that the explanation of Bodhicitta is done in this way. We find a separate uh, explanation with, uh, that Jelsup Dharma Rinchen gives uh, in the autonomy school where there's this statement that it's at the first ground that the actual engaged bodhicitta um, uh, starts. But that is actually an inferior explanation and this explanation is superior uh, because it uh, is uh, um, parallel with all of the other uh, great uh, texts and previous texts as to where uh, the bodhicitta begins and ends. So the, the best explanation of bodhicitta is that the only time we find aspiring bodhicitta is at the path of accumulation. And then from the path of accumulation to the path of preparation, to the path of seeing, to the path of meditation, to the path of no more learning, we have this uh, continuous engaged bodhicitta. Uh, so this is the, the best order uh, within our particular, according to our particular system. Uh, and this is also uh, in uh, Pension Sonandrapa concurs with this as well. That's the other scholar I forgot.
so uh here the that in that um uh, previously there was that idea that uh, scholars only do this analytical meditation and that non-scholars only do uh, stabilizing meditation um, but here again we see the importance of uh, both types of meditation uh, um, because it, it's necessary to engage in analytical meditation to uh, realize such things as uh, faith in the teacher, uh, the uh, f faults of cyclic existence and the, uh, um, uh, the uh, actual human life of leisure and opportunity um, and the, the, the down I say the faults of cyclic existence, the mind that aspires to enlightenment, faith in the teacher, <coughs> all of these uh, require um, analytical meditation, uh, karma and its effects, death and impermanence, uh, um, the importance of uh, the leisure, of, of obtaining this life of leisure and opportunity. So that covers all of the ones that are mentioned in here, and it states that analytical meditation becomes necessary to realize those things, but stabilizing meditation is also necessary as well. So here, within this, uh, these stages or these paths that are being explained, we also understand that um, both the scholar and non-scholar must uh, use both types of meditation to realize them. Okay. So then it's uh, here uh, we find that beginning with faith in the teacher, uh, going through the teaching sharing commonly beings of small, medium capacity, and the teachings for beings of great capacity with the engaged spirit of enlightenment, uh, where we have the two types. Uh, 
uh, this here is the engaged bodhicitta, <coughs> uh, uh, aspiring bodhicitta, and engaged bodhicitta. So this is the final bodhicitta. So this is the, you know, A to, to Z, if translators know. It's so the beginning to end of the path. Uh, and here it says, not only must you uh, sustain uh, stabilizing meditation after you become free of both excitement and dullness, or laxity, but you must also uh, sustain analytical meditation. So here this means that um, laxity and excitement are obstacles to both stabilizing meditation and analytical meditation. Uh, so <coughs> analytical and stabilizing meditation are both necessary, uh, and one must uh, uh, correct those two negativities in both types of meditation. ตาตะนมาตะสุโตเมงันติบิลามะกมันนาตะลานจงลานจงกิชาตุลานจิเซบันติเมงันติบิลามะกมันนาลามะลามะกมาเคบะเคบะเคบะนาก็จิมิบะ
uh, this is saying that if we have, uh, um, if there is a student who understands the, the great way to listen, the proper way to listen, uh, and then there is a teacher who knows the proper way to give the instruction, a teacher who is a scholar. Uh, so uh, uh, a teacher who's a scholar and then a student who's a scholar at listening, uh, then there is a, uh, questions and answers uh, can take place and understanding can quickly uh, come about. Um, so here it's saying that uh, now uh, if, uh, if one tries to uh, do this without, uh, this, it says um, for those, uh, this statement is excellent and true. Um, so it's difficult if one doesn't know how to listen and there isn't a teacher who's a scholar explaining it for one to understand these things uh, in any way. Uh, because the, the lineage of instruction isn't present. Uh, that actual lineage of uh, oral instruction, the lineage itself isn't present. Uh, so when one is on his or her own, uh, that without the presence of that lineage, the understanding of those topics becomes very uh, difficult. Um, uh, so that's the... Uh, だとラドルガダチゴアテタンデンジルムチゲタハシャンカザカトルドデジェトンフォンテンマキロンカザカトルアネジュデタンソテコソドラコソアネケバイネンダアネコサライネンダアネチチネゴンゴルスドルモモ
uh, where Lama Tsongkhapa uh, uses um, uh, this uh, Asanga statement uh, um, that this mind is like this because the uh, gold and silver, when they are mined, are mixed with dirt uh, and all of these impurities, and they must be uh, washed and then burned, uh, and then eventually they are uh, transformed into their pure essence, and then they can be molded into whatever one wishes them to be. Uh, so the, uh, likewise, the mind can be transformed or molded into one whatever one wishes uh, to mold it into uh, after this, uh, uh, these practices uh, take place, after one engages in the pathways which lead to uh, the higher realms and the pathways which lead to liberation, those pathways which lead to uh, complete Buddhahood, because within our mind we have the grasping <coughs> of establishment, we have the grasping at self, true self, uh, we have this grasping at um, the afflictions and uh, this attachment and, and hatred and all of these things which are slowly cleansed by engaging in these uh, pathways of small, small medium uh, and great pathways. So Lama Tsongkhapa here uh, shows how the mind is uh, like like um, uh, gold or silver that needs to be repeatedly washed in order to be purified. What <laughs> Shinto的 and then it says, uh, therefore it is improper to say, now this is the time for meditation, and then solely do a little meditation for the, t uh, for the saying, a time for study and reflection and a time for practice, expresses the misconception that extensive explanation of the teaching is not compatible with the content of practice. So here, this is very similar to that previous idea that Hashan had, that there was a time for meditation and that was stabilizing meditation. Uh, and then uh, learning and reflection were separate categories that were not compatible with, were actually mutually exclusive with uh, meditation itself. So showing here that study, reflection, and all of these things are practice, all of these are meditation. So refuting this idea, uh, once again, uh, um, about uh, um, um, practice, but it's very similar to what was refuted before about meditation. Um, and how all of these things are truly meditations. That's 
We'll take a short break if anybody needs to use the restroom. Okay. So here it says, however, those who know how to bring all of these explanations into practice uh, seem to barely, I wish I had a moment here, barely uh, exist at all. Um, so here, this is referring to the, the beings of sharp capacity versus the beings of dull capacity. So um, it's saying here that there doesn't seem to be, there barely exists these sharp capacity beings, those who can uh, extract the meaning of the entire Heart Sutra by looking at te ata om gate gate para gate parasangate bodhisoha. So, uh, the dull capacity individual needs much more uh, explanation uh, and so forth. Uh, so uh, those that can practice each and every one of these things that are contained in here uh, seem to be barely exist. So those sharp people who can just practice all of this. Uh, so it says, therefore, you should also create another concise presentation of what to sustain in meditation. So here... Um, I think it maybe might say, therefore, I have created. It's referring to the, the more condensed Lam Rim, the more condensed stages of the path to enlightenment teachings that aren't as extensive. Uh, and Rinpoche is saying, I'm not sure if it's referring to the medium stages of the path to enlightenment or perhaps the abbreviated stages of the path to enlightenment, the Lam Rim Dudan. Uh, so it's saying here, because those with these sharp faculties who can just understand things very readily uh, seem to barely exist, might be the other texts have been created uh, that are more condensed and less with less material uh, if you will larin de bot shugunye jazu wa des so that was oma tajju oma re shidun dan 
so the uh, um, medium stages of the path to enlightenment is about, by Lama Tsongkhapa, is about 200 leaflets. Um, and then it, it would be a similar size as the um, general meaning of the Madhyam, Madhyamaka and the general meaning of perfection by uh, Penchen Sanandrapa. Um, and these are a little bit more complex explanations of uh, these uh, state these teachings. So the uh, Penchen Sun Andrapa's uh, explanations of the middle way Madhyamaka or Jetsumba's explanation of the Madhyamika um, are all uh, very similar in accordance with uh, what we find in the stages of the Path to Enlightenment uh, presentation. So Jetsumba's and, and uh, the great master Jamyansheba and Penchen Sanandrapa. Translators note, these are the textbook writers for the great monastic universities. Jayan uh, Sheba being uh, Drepung Gomong, and uh, Penchen Sanandrapa being uh, Drepung Losaling and Ganden Sharse, and then the Shanse Dang And Sarah, Jetsumba, the textbook writer for Sarah, and Ganden Shanse. So we find that just, so I'm sorry, the translators know, just to, I'm saying these names, I wanted everyone to have relate to who they are. And the, the textbook writers for the big monastic universities. So then, uh, there, you know, barely exist these sharp capacity beings, so they're more of the dull capacity. And so here, maybe it could be also referring to the abbreviated stages of the path to enlightenment, the Lamrim Dudan. Uh, this is a very clear and easy text uh, to understand uh, by Lama Tsongkhapa, or perhaps the foundation of all good qualities, the source of all my good. So could be referring to any among those texts. あの、それは単純だが、ちゃんまちゃんね。ちょっとだけ、まあね、国に実施しばんはし。でね、まあ、じゃんばんな。たちめ。あの、どはじ、ちょっとは、人と、じゃんばんな、じゃん。あ、コ
Whether you understand that all scriptures are whether you understand that uh, all scriptures are personal instructions follows only from whether you know uh, this meditative process. Uh, even those who have trained for a long time in the classic texts of sutra and mantra vehicles may, when meditating on path, interpret texts in which they have uh, trained to support misconceptions such as the ones uh, mentioned above. Uh, what need is there to mention those who have not trained in scriptural collection? So here, uh, um, this is uh, uh, showing that all of the scriptures are personal instructions for practice uh, and that one mo must have both stabilizing meditation and analytical meditation, but analytical meditation becomes the real root to understanding the, these things, uh, to understanding the pathways to the higher realms, the pathways to liberation, the pathways to Buddhahood, because it's, it's necessary to use correct signs uh, and analysis to arrive at an understanding of these pathways. So primarily, uh, one needs to have this analytical meditation to understand uh, these uh, different topics uh, and their order. So here it says whether you know this meditative process. Uh, so uh, here going back to this third idea that stabilizing meditation in some way harms the arisal of, uh, I'm sorry, as analytical meditation in some way harms the arisal of stabilizing medication, meditation is negated here in showing that um, it, it, you really need to um, uh, know these uh, instructions in order for them to be practiced in this proper meditative process. <laughs> So analytical meditation becomes the real key to realizing that all of the instructions are uh, all the all the uh, what is, <laughs> scriptures are personal instructions. Okay. Okay. 
um, so uh, here we find there are three sections within this section. First, it shows the progression or the order um, of the practices, beginning with reliance upon the teacher or faith in the teacher and ending with the mind that aspires to enlightenment. And then shows how uh, the being uh, of dull faculties um, needs to, uh, a great amount of explanation and so forth in order for uh, the realization of these instructions. Uh, so it's necessary, uh, because the sharp capacity individuals are so rare, uh, for these instructions to be given uh, and listened to properly. Um, so uh, that's the second part of this section. And the third part of this section shows how the analytical meditation becomes the root um, of understanding these things, understanding the uh, fact that all... Uh, scriptures are personal instructions, uh, 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 follows only from whether you know this meditative process. So the, the fact that all of the scriptures are uh, instructions that cause happiness, temporary happiness, and ultimate happiness. Uh, and in order to understand the contents of the Kongjur, the, uh, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha, and the Tanjur, the authentic Indian commentaries, it becomes necessary to engage in this analytical meditation. So the real root uh, of understanding, uh, which leads to realization, is this analysis that becomes completely <coughs> indispensable uh, and necessary. Um, it says, therefore, uh, it says, uh, even, uh, just read this through. Even those who have trained for a long time in the classic texts of the sutra and mantra vehicles may, when meditating on the path, interpret texts in which they have trained to support misconceptions such as the ones mentioned above. What need is there to mention those who have not trained the scriptural collections? Therefore, there is a need to establish in a more detailed manner. Nevertheless, fear and verbosity, I have not written more than just this. And then it says this concludes the section on refuting misconceptions concerned with the method of sustaining meditation. So it's necessary uh, to look at a more extensive uh, explanation of this. Uh, so below here where it says not, um, this is kind of a summary of everything, there are more detailed texts that one should in, in analyze uh, in order to truly have a rounded understanding of these things. But Lama Tsongkhapa is saying he's just touching on these uh, in a very summar summarized fashion, in the in the in the form of a summary, rather. What that? Jibai abshine thene, tholan tholan jolan tholan golan malu lan ta. Ane dhabani ta dhabaje ta tuse abshine mena. Ane pacha tun kewanze muja. Pacha tun kewanze ne. Pacha jin di mudun di di mudus. The muja du kubu mudus. What that? Okay. So here, uh, if one hasn't uh, analyzed the uh, four truths, uh, the two truths, the path of accumulation, the path of preparation, the path of seeing, the path of meditation, the path of no more learning, uh, uh, then, then 
it's very easy for misconceptions uh, uh, to arise. And so imagine, for those who have studied, uh, if misconceptions arise, how much more uh, they must arise for those who haven't you, uh, studied and, and engaged in this analysis to know uh, the, the fact, facts about these things. And since this concludes the explanation of re refutation of misconceptions concerning the method of sustaining meditation. So here, um, now the, we've arrived at the section on page 116, uh, I'm 117 rather, the human life of leisure and opportunity. So it says the stages of how the students train their minds at, after they have relied on the teacher. So after the sustaining uh, meditation on reliance upon the teacher, uh, then where does the student go from there? So then this section shows uh, begins that explanation of all those stages, the teaching shared in common with beings of small capacity and medium capacity and great capacity, and so then continues through uh, that order. Um, and here it says, and uh, there are two sections, an exhortation to take full advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity, and then second, how to take full advantage of uh, the life of leisure and opportunity. So, uh, here, uh, this um, uh, 
is very similar to the quote that we find in the source of all my good or the foundation of all good qualities where it says understand that this life of lesion opportunity is difficult to find and easily lost let me find let me read it uh, bless me first to realize that this excellent life of leisure I found just this once is ever so hard to find and ever so valuable grant me then to wish and never stop to wish that I could take its uh, essence night and day um, uh, difficult to find and easily lost I believe is uh, in the, the root text. Um, so here, this quote in the Foundation of All Good Qualities is very similar to this section here, uh, to the full advantage of life and leisure opportunity. And it says, bless me to uh, realize that this life of leisure and opportunity, I found this just this once is ever so fine, uh, hard to find and, and ever so valuable. Uh, grant me then to wish and never stop to wish that I could take its essence night and day. So in the, found it, the source of all my good, where it says, bless me first to realize that this excellent, excellent life of leisure I found just this once is ever so hard to find uh, and ever so valuable. Here, this is uh, uh, referring to the difficulty obtain, of obtaining this human basis. Uh, the human <coughs> basis is uh, three reasons that it's difficult to obtain. Uh, one is that the causes of it are difficult. Uh, um, two, the, the actual exam there are examples to show the difficulty of obtaining it. And three, the numbers of the actual humans that exist are very low. Uh, so because of these three things, the causes are difficult, there are examples of its difficulty, uh, and that the numbers of humans uh, are very small, it's very difficult to uh, create this human basis. So it says it's very difficult to obtain, uh, hard to find, difficult to obtain. Uh, so that's what uh, that is referring to. Uh, Independence upon this human basis, one can engage in the three different pathways, the pathways which lead to the higher realms, the pathways which lead to liberation, the pathways which lead to uh, complete uh, Buddhahood. So one must be very careful of this human basis because it's very difficult to uh, achieve this uh, basis and um, it has so much potential uh, and then the, the reasons for its difficulty are given. We're, were just given, so I won't give them again. Mm. Mm. So the, the source of all my good uh, is a very condensed uh, um, um, scripture or text. Uh, but we can see how it it's, uh, we, um, contains this important information, so it's very good if we can read this uh, regularly because it's a, a small, condensed text, uh, and it contains the same information as the great treatise on the stages of the path to enlightenment. <laughs> 
Oh, I see. So here is taking its essence is referring to uh, engaging in these uh, paths because it shows here previously that the being of dull capacity needs an extensive amount of information uh, and without that explanation there is no understanding. So taking its essence is, is actually engaging in this analysis and understanding and, and learning uh, in order to learn these different pathways. Um, so so uh, in the, it's very similar in the source of all my good uh, uh, to the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment where it's saying that um, it, in these times that these, the, the sharp capacity beings are less and the dull capacities are more so it's necessary to have this extensive study. <laughs> Okay. So here in the, it seems like it would be here, but this uh, it must be this. This working basis of a human form with liberties is superior to a wish uh, granting Yishin Norbula. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, is superior to a wish granting gem. Moreover, such is only obtained this very one time, difficult to acquire and easily lost. It passes in a flash, uh, like lightning in the, the sky. Considering how easily this can happen at any time, and realizing that all worldly activities are as immaterial as chaff, you must try to take advantage of its essential significance at all times, day and night. I, the yogi, have practiced in this same way. Uh, uh, so here, uh, Lama Tsongkhapa is uh, showing uh, the human basis and its difficulty to obtain and how easy it is to lose. Uh, so we find a, a similar theme in uh, stanza 10 of the Lama Dudun. So the human basis is more uh, superior to a wish-granting gem. Okay. 
Jusen Karasana Nyeka, Nyabakawa, Juguni Yabakawa, Pigun Nyabakawa, Tajugun Yabakawa, Nyeka, Jila, the name Madaba, Madaba Nesu, Nuale Labres, Nakilu Lodabres, Madame. Negadilla Nakilu, choose the son at Tetabi Nesu, the son of Tane, Jesu Kaza, choose the son of Jidisha, Biba Shawajan, the two children, Jidisha was a good duck, calling the Bajuna. So it says, moreover, such as uh, only obtain this very one time. So we have at this time, it's, uh, it's very uh, rare for us to have this human basis. And it says, difficult to acquire. Difficult to acquire because the causes are difficult. Because the examples of the human how one uh, 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 achieves this human birth uh, um, show its difficulty, uh, and that the numbers of human uh, rebirths are very small. Uh, so here it's difficult to acquire and easily lost because it's in the nature of impermanence, because we will definitely die. This uh, impermanent, the human basis is impermanent. It says it's, it's so impermanent it passes in a flash like a lightning in the sky, like uh, one moment there is nothing and then the lightning in the sky uh, flashes and that's uh, compared to the human basis and, and, and our existence, just uh, going and coming that quickly. Um, and it says, considering how easily this can happen, uh, because of the nature of uh, impermanence, one can die very easily, uh, one can pass very easily, and realizing that all worldly uh, activities are as immaterial as chaff, you must try to take advantage of its, ex uh, its essential significance at all times, day and night. So by recognizing all of these facts, we develop this desire to definitely emerge. We de de develop this desire to <coughs> definitely get out of uh, cyclic existence. Uh, so worldly activities become of no significance whatsoever uh, because we recognize this this human basis and its potential uh, and and the fact that things are impermanent. And it says, I, the yogi, have practiced in this same way. So, I, the yogi, Lama Tsongkhapa, has practiced in this way. Buddha has practiced in this way. Uh, and it says, uh, um, every other time, and I think that it, maybe they just leave it out, it says, uh, if you also seek liberation, cultivate yourself in the same, excuse me, in the same way. Uh, it goes on to say that every two stanzas. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, uh, I remember in Lhasa and Drepung, uh, in the summers, 
we would go in uh, to the caves, uh, and each monk would have uh, his individual cave, uh, and then the teacher would have a bigger cave because uh, Drepung was up, uh, and we would go into the, near the mountains. So we would go up into the mountains where there were lots of caves. Um, and I remember we were up there in the summers, and we were memorizing these texts uh, over and over. And I, I, my teacher told us to memorize and begin to practice the Lamrim Dudan. Uh, so every day we would memorize and then have a, a test or an examination, and this would go on back and forth. And uh, I remember memorizing the abbreviated stages of the Path to Enlightenment uh, by Lama Tsongkhapa at the request of my teacher, and then going to sleep and having this uh, amazing dream of drinking milk. Uh, so this was a very good sign. Uh, um, uh, this dream was a very good sign. Mm. So then, uh, from then on, for many years, I uh, uh, recited the Lamrim Dudan uh, in my prayers. Uh, and its contents are so uh, incredible or very good. Uh, so the meaning of the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment is very clear uh, in, in this condensed summary in the Lamrim Duda and the abbreviated stage of the path to enlightenment. Okay. So the um, abbreviated stage of the path to enlightenment is a very good thorough text. It begins with uh, uh, the faith uh, in the teacher, or the reliance upon uh, the teacher, uh, and then it gets into the uh, going uh, for refuge, uh, and then the human base of leisure and opportunities, uh, and then uh, the uh, karma and its consequences, cyc uh, cyclic uh, existence, uh, and then after that it gets into um, the uh, four opponent powers, uh, Nepo Doje. Uh, uh, so the time uh, <coughs> of confession and the uh, application of the four opponent powers, uh, and then it, it gets into the uh, teachings for beings of medium capacity and true sufferings and so forth and liberation, uh, and then an explanation of uh, the mind that aspires to enlightenment and the great vehicle that then begins an explanation of the six perfections, uh, and then after the explanation of the six perfections, we find a small amount of explanation. I'm sorry, after the six perfections, we find the section on Shine uh, Latung, uh, the calm abiding and special insight. And then finally, it concludes with a slight explanation of the tantric vehicle. So it's a uh, it includes all of uh, the topics in a summarized format in this text. In that order. <laughs>
So I remember we were in the in the summer and we were in these caves uh, and the food all we had was tsampa, which is barley flour mixture, and uh, a tea. And the tea was generally just a black tea. Uh, sometimes a little butter would go into it, but it was generally just a black tea. And I remember the teacher would keep all the tzampa so that we wouldn't, in our own rooms, just eat it all up at once. When we would go to class, he would give us our rations of tzampa that we would have. Uh, uh, and it was similar to a retreat, uh, Rinpoche said, in the summers in the caves uh, up in, in, in Drepung. Yeah, if we had them in our own rooms, we would just eat it all up. <laughs> so the teacher had to keep it. And then we got together, we would eat. And stay there. One week. One week, I don't know. Uh, um, because every uh, pe- there would be constantly people bringing food up and so forth, and we would actually have um, um, uh, what is it, shadang, say vegetables and meat and rice and all of these different things once a week. And Rinpoche said it'd be similar to like a Sunday um, uh, fest, a Sunday feast. Uh, uh, so we would once a week and uh, get to, in the caves uh, have this feast. <laughs> And we would play, we would uh, have a, a, a day off where we would, the Beja Dagamare, we wouldn't look at the text, we would just uh, <laughs> have like a day off. It was very pleasant though, this lifestyle. <laughs> this lifestyle. Asking Rinpoche how cold it was at the tops in the mountains if there was snow, and Rinpoche said no, uh, but there were a lot of <coughs> there were wild animals and leopards and things like this. Uh, but in the summer in Kham in this area, it was uh, uh, I'm sorry in the summer in Lhasa in this area there wasn't uh, snow where we were, 
Uh, but in the winter, definitely, there was a lot of snow and it was very cold. But these, this was during the summer, summer season. Uh, so this is how we, we practice then. I'm sorry, I mistranslated before. The teacher had the dream of uh, um, oh. drinking. Uh, of drinking. The teacher uh, had the dream of drinking the milk uh, after having given the teaching uh, of the Lamrim Dudun, and it was a very good sign. Uh, and I've continued this practice from there. So I apologize we drank black tea and it was delicious. It was delicious. The tampa was very delicious also. Natsu de nima chi chi shina shidu. Shaku ni nyomari. Donian mena? Uh, it looks like we're out of time. Yeah. I said that if I had to, or we had to do this probably a day or two. It'd be difficult without a TV. Uh, so we'll do the concluding model offering and dedication prayer. <coughs> Fundamental ground ascended with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri, and likewise Samantabhadra as well. Whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of all auspicious deeds. In the heavenly realm of Tibet, surrounded by a chain of snow mountains, the source of all happiness and helpful being is Tenzin Gyatso, Chen Rezigan person. May his life be secure for hundreds of kalpas. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensu Wanda, holder of traditional realizations and doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the vibrating philosophical text, with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.